Ollie and Ash from Sipped Drinks. We met them at a farmer's market in London a few months ago, and to be honest, we've not looked back since. These guys are absolutely special. They make some of the nicest apple juice, some of the nicest sodas that you can possibly, you can't even imagine actually, you cannot possibly imagine how nice this is. And to put the cherry on top of the cake, they are the nicest guys and they are so passionate, they are so obsessive about what they do that they were happy to quit their day jobs as accountants making very decent money to make drinks because that is what they love to do. And let me tell you how they've changed our opinion on drinks. Because first of all, on apple juice, we used to blindly go to the supermarket and pick a variety off the shelf. Well, there was only one variety. We didn't even think there were more varieties. But then we saw Ollie and Ash, and we saw six varieties. And that was the only six that we actually knew they've pressed. They've probably pressed even more. There's super sweet apple juice. There's super sour apple juice. There's all types of things in between. I mean, it sounds obvious in hindsight, but it took us a conversation with Ollie and Ash to realize that. And so we're grateful to them for that. But of course, it's not just the apple juice because if you've tried their soda, oh my God, this stuff is amazing. Soda to us usually, me, well, it meant a dirty word. You know, it was, it was too much sugar. It was chemicals. It meant nasty ingredients that we just didn't want to put in our body. But again, Sipped has changed that. These guys work with nothing but natural ingredients. They literally zest the limes themselves in their own production facility that they set up from scratch. They know everything that goes into all of their drinks because they've put it in themselves. It's absolutely insane. And it's one of those stories that just makes us do what we do. That's what gives us the passion. Guys like Ollie and Ash working on their brand. So without further ado, it's time to hear from the guys themselves. We hope you love it. Ollie, Ash, it's great to have you guys here. Thank you very much uh, for coming onto our podcast. Thanks for having us. So guys, how did Sipped start? Where did you get the idea from? Uh, this was quite a while ago, I say, about 2018 or so. Yeah. So we were... I guess we were, weren't having as much fun at our jobs as we were hoping at the time. We were right in the depths of what they call busy season. So it was, uh, it was uh, quite a hectic time. And we went for a, a couple of drinks after work and went for uh, an alcoholic ginger beer when we were out. And the alcoholic ginger beer just wasn't as nice as we were hoping. Right. <laughs> so we, we literally, the first thing we said was, we can do this better at home. Let's go home and have a go at like, <laughs> concocting some strange recipe to make it. So went home and multiple weekends went by and we really couldn't make a good alcoholic ginger <laughs> so that idea got put aside pretty quickly and but to be fair what it did is it kind of spiraled a load of experimentation like we really had a lot of fun making this drink and poisoning everyone that was trying it so we uh we started homebrewing we did a little bit of beer we did some cider we did some liqueurs, then we went on to sodas. We did kefirs, kombuchas, shrubs, like literally wow. you name it. We've probably tried it somewhere down wow. the line. And it just turned into like a load of fun and it was a pretty cool way that the weekends were going by. Yeah. Um, and 
with the sodas, we started to get like some pretty good feedback, like people who we were th- thinking were poisoning, right? So they're, <laughs> they're coming back to us going, oh, that one's actually really nice. And then mm-hmm. we kind of started to figure out the versatility around them. It turned from just making a soda in the day to maybe having a mixer in the evening and having a few right. drinks. Yeah. Um, love the versatility, love playing about with the real ingredients. And it kind of hit a point, I say soon after, it was probably about a year after, of um, being like, you know what, this, this, this could be a little bit bigger. Let's give it a try. You know, we being a being the former accountants, we kind of was like, let's, <laughs> let's put together a little business plan. Let's see whether it's feasible. A lot of naivety went into that plan, but, um, <laughs> but we kind of hit that point and we was like, you know what, let's let's give this a go. Um, and then yeah, I guess the end of 2019, things kind of started off. Yeah. Started off, they crawled at that point, but um, but yeah, that that's the point. I think six awesome, was born. awesome. Yeah. No, that was really cool. Yeah, I guess you always need a bit of naivety when, when starting these things. There's always loads yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to know everything. So. Yeah, but then COVID hit, right? And it hit at a bit of a weird time because, you know, we speak to a lot of businesses where it's either, you know, they've been going for a while and then COVID hits or they've started something after it. But for you guys, it kind of hit as soon as you were getting serious, like you were saying. How did you deal with that? Yeah, so COVID hit us... Um... I guess at the worst point, we got our last bit of equipment the day before the first lockdown. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it was an absolute nightmare. Um, <laughs> I guess that put like a halt to everything. We couldn't get hold of the kit suppliers, so we had some teething issues with the equipment um, and we couldn't get hold of anyone to, to sort of help us. But I guess we didn't really waste the time. Um, we did our sort of food risk assessment that you've got to do to own a food business. Um, we did all of our learning, come, not come from a food background. There was a lot of learning for us to do. Um, and we did a whole amount of formulation over that time as well, so we didn't really waste it. Um, so it was a challenge, but I guess there was a few good things to come out of it as well. Um, we built some really good connections with local people in the area who've supported us. The sort of so the uh, support local movement has been really good for us, and we've built some really good long-term customers, and we have a really good relationship with them because we were delivering the whole time during COVID. Um, and the same is true for stockists and suppliers. So um, I guess everyone was trying to survive whilst everything was closed down. So we've got some really good relationships with our stockists and suppliers and it's something we, we enjoy going forwards. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that, that, that's great. That's, I guess you have to use, use that time wisely and it sounds like you guys definitely, <laughs> definitely did. It was no. crazy hearing everyone saying that they're sitting at home not doing a yeah. huge amount and <laughs> we're working like eight days a week at that point. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Now, guys, the, the product that kind of caught us was the apple juice. Um, and I remember tasting it uh, just after the market uh, when, when we saw you guys and it just completely blew us away. Uh, it, it, it's you know, so simple. Like, yeah, like, you know, Apple juice. Ah, yeah, it's not just one variant. It's you, you can have all of these and freshly yeah, pressed. Probably you know. thousands. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, tell us how did how did you come to that? You know, because it's quite. I think it's quite an accidental story, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like the initial set out. Like I like kind of touched on at the beginning. The, the sodas was where we were planning on going. We had all these really cool ideas. We had a backlog of a million things we wanted to try. You know, just like you got you got to walk before you can run. So we were really about to get going with the sodas, but. One of the interesting points we wanted to give a try was sweetening one of the sodas with something that wasn't sugar. So the first thing we turned to was a, one of the sweeter fruit juices. I guess we could have played around with grapes, could have played around with apples, we could have played around. There's quite a lot of different options out there. Um, 
on our doorstep, being in Essex, I guess there's a lot of really good apple farms. Um, so we started to reach out to a few of the local farmers, um, spoke to them about getting some apples, uh, all, all different varieties, what would be available through the year, which ones they've got quite a lot of. Um, so I guess we, we took those back, we pressed them all individually to try and see which one worked with the drink we were making at the time. And they were really nice. <laughs> like, I like apple juice already, but we were like, this one tastes so much better than that one. Or actually, no, I kind of prefer that one. That one's really sour. And we're like, hold on a minute, you don't get this anywhere you go. Like yeah. straight away, you've got one sharp apple juice, you've got one sweet apple juice. Yeah. And it was just really nice trying all these different varieties. Um, Lo and behold, us being us and as nerdy as we are, we started doing all the research into apples, reading up about them. And I guess it was just interesting learning about the ingredients and they kind of, it, it just, everything again, it spiraled from there. We were like, hey, we've got these farms that's doing these varieties of apples, these ones here, uh, sweet ones, sharp ones, and it's just not out there. So we thought, Let, let's share it as soon as we can. Uh, logistics was in place, soda wasn't working. So yeah, so we started with apple juice and uh, we didn't think that was going to be what started sipped, but it, yeah. it did sip small batch apple juice. <laughs> it was a very small batch as very, well. Very <laughs> I think we bought wasn't even made for being like apple juice production. It was all made to be making an ingredient for the sodas. So we thought, you know, we just we're not going to need a huge amount of juice. We'll just get a small bit of kit, and then because we couldn't upgrade or anything that year, like we we had no money at the time. We were like, even nice at the time still, still. but. Um, <laughs> But we were like, we're going to have to make a run of this on the size kit we've got. And oh the my hours we were working oh and the scale goodness. we were working was ridiculous. But it, it got us underway. We, that's when we started to build those connections, yeah. reach out to the stockists, meet yeah. those like, uh, direct customers who were local to us and supporting the local small business. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a really cool, unintended start. Yeah, yeah. No, that's an awesome story. And I think... It's just amazing how it tastes. So uh, really appreciate the effort you guys uh, put into it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And then the other thing you mentioned is about ingredients and natural ingredients, and especially on the twisted limeade, which I am really struggling to keep myself away from. I absolutely <laughs> love the way, yeah, the lime, and then that little bit of salt as well that kind of just almost neutralizes it a bit. It's just amazing. But how do you guys actually go about kind of putting the ingredients together to get to that final taste and that final product? So I guess, um, like with the apple juice, we wanted to, we always want to use the best ingredients we can get our hands on. Um, and when we do, we try and figure out the best way to use them as well. So with the limeade, we use the juice and the zest. So you get a bit of bitterness from the zest, you get the zinginess from the juice. And we sort of do a lot of research around our products. Um, from the start, we knew we didn't want to touch artificial flavorings. Um, Even natural flavorings. Yeah, the more we research, we did on natural flavorings, we just wanted to avoid, like not a lot, like, there's natural flavorings in everything. Yeah. Now they're not always yeah. as natural as they make out, but right. that's what we kind of was like. You know what? Let's just go right back to basics on it. Yeah. So. Um... <laughs> the ingredients. So yeah, we had. Uh, so we've got all the different ones. We've got the lime. We've got the juice and the zest and all of that. And I guess even when it's the sugar, we've got the unrefined cane. So it's keeping it as sort of. Uh, I guess as backtracked as we can and that we don't have too many hands on it. We know there's there's going to be some elements of refinement in any any instance, but we try and take that away where we can. Um, and uh, the cardamom, we, we did a, a bit of research, was looking around and we've managed to source some organic cardamom, which uh, when we were doing the teas tasted great. So 
there wasn't much to really mess around with that one. We were like, we've got some organic cardamom. It tastes really good, super pungent in flavor. And then that salt that you mentioned, it's kind of just, we did a bit of research around cocktails, which is some of the stuff as well. Like we do, we really nerd out. When I, when I say that, it's like, that's an understatement. We bought loads of books on making cocktails. We look at the methods that cocktail makers use. We do the same for soft drinks and everything. And one of the really cool things that salt can do is it can round off bitterness. Um, so when we were doing the limeade initially, I guess when we're zesting, because we do it all by hand, we're going to get bits of pith in there. And pith is quite bitter in itself. And the salt initially was like, you know, maybe we'll round the bitterness off if we catch any pith and it'll just be a small bit. Tried it, but the depth that it added to the whole drink yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, we were like, sweet, this is pretty cool. So, um, and it, to be fair, I know we like the whole crafty, handcrafted thing. And it sounds just that little bit alternative to what you get out there, putting salt in some of your soft drinks. Um, so we were like, yeah, let's give that a try. Yeah, I guess we take a lot of inspiration from food as well. There's so much going on in like the food sector with sort of different different styles of food combining and new ingredients all the time. We wanted to try and apply that to sodas, where it's, I guess it's just pretty standard at the moment. Um, so researching some new ingredients, looking at what other people do, um, is a big part of what we do as well. Yeah, I guess people look at sodas as being this this fizzy drink that you can churn off thousands of and just make it as quick with very cheap ingredients, which is what most people get accustomed to because there hasn't been that much else out there. Um, the movement in other markets, they're starting to use real quality ingredients. They're taking so much TLC. They're doing them in small batches. The hands are on it. And there, there, there's a few places where sodas are being touched on like that. And we thought that's that's got to be done. It can't let yeah. it be neglected in the same way. No, that's. I mean, I think that's a really good point because... Yeah, when, when when someone says the word soda to me, I immediately think an unhealthy, unnatural <laughs> drink. Yeah. Uh, but you guys have just completely wiped that off my mind, and now I'm a bit more even open-minded <laughs> to, the, to the category of drink that is soda. So, um, no, that's really good to hear. And I think the other thing that would, re- would be really interesting to kind of uh, hear from you guys is about your production, because you mentioned you hand-zest the, the limes, <laughs> and, you know, yep. you, you make the apple juice in small batches, like... First of all, what you know? What made you think we're going to do this ourselves? And then actually, how did you kind of do it? Because I think it's a really admirable thing uh, to have your own production. Yeah, and no, um, at the start we were sort of looking at our options, and we did look at potentially outsourcing production. Um, but you lose all of that flexibility to do what you want to do. I mean, you have to find someone that can make a drink the way you want them to make it, which is quite hard in itself. Um, and like I can at the moment, I can go to Ash. Do you want to make a lemonade tomorrow? We can go into the office and make a lemonade. So we get a huge amount of flexibility by having our own kit. It's also really cool. Um, I guess you can go to your mates. Do you want to come to the office? And everyone says yes. If I said that in my days as an accountant, I don't think I get a yes out of them at all. <laughs> um, but I guess about part of it as well goes back to us using the best ingredients. We know exactly what goes into every bottle because we do it ourselves, um, which is one of the fantastic things about having your own kit. It comes with a lot of headaches. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that naivety <laughs> point pretty heavily. Like, we're not engineers and you kind of, you, know, you start trusting and I guess the, the kit suppliers must find us an absolute headache because yeah. we just don't know what we're looking for initially and we made the mistakes as well at the beginning with some bits so we just can't be doing it again. <laughs> I guess we learn a huge amount. Yeah, learning we're in a much better position. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think it, yeah, I mean, the flexibility point is a really good one. Um, 
And I guess, yeah, uh, I, I would love, I think I've mentioned it to you before, I would love to visit your office. 100% into the market. We've got some gloves, we've got an apron, and there's yeah. lots of limes that need testing. So. <laughs> I'll come in for the day. I'll come in. Nah, it's all right, man. We could get, look, someone's going straight off the line, it'll be fun. It'll be real fun. Awesome, awesome. Now, guys, you mentioned you were accountants, um, and I don't think it's every day when uh, accountants jump into the food and drink industry, and especially the the world of drinks, uh, sodas and stuff. So, you know, how has that journey been? Like, has it been really scary, or have you found it okay? How's it been? Uh, I, I guess, yeah, scary in a way. Um, I think the, the the scariest point is the saying bye to a salary, starting up your own business. I think anyone going into their own business kind of can relate to that. You know, it's such an investment up front and you're going to be working a lot of hours. But I guess we kind of went into it. There's two of us, which is pretty cool. We've been mates from... Uh, secondary school like right at the beginning oh, so wow. we were trying to work this out the other day it can't be a million miles of nearly 20 years yeah damn yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah it's uh, you kind of go in with a mate we're both I guess as naive as each other which was, was a <laughs> bit of a bad idea as well um, but we we both looked up things separately we have our own ways of looking up things and we, we built the knowledge together which was quite cool so we've built from the ground up but with two minds in it at once um we don't have to pay an accountant, which is pretty cool. We can do our own accounts. We've got our invoicing system all sorted and all of that stuff. Um, but we, we did a lot of online training. Um, I guess because it was during the lockdown, we couldn't go face to face and meet things like, I guess breweries are very, very close in production style to where we are. And it's great chatting to some of those guys because they do it day in, day out. And they know the kit inside and out like the back of the hand and we don't so just then few words of advice coming from those has been so so well taken on board nice. um yeah they've been so helpful uh really nice guys that we've met in the industry um but i think one of the hardest points to it is being the, the i guess the former auditors where you read into things like especially things like legislation we overread things so much at the moment as well so someone will, you'll read something online about something in food safety and then all of a sudden we've spiraled into that one tiny little point for getting the bigger picture or something yeah. like that um but it's a habit we're trying to get away from we kind of keep keeping a, a good wide conscious open mind as to what we're doing yeah, um, yeah. really paying attention to the important points and having areas flagged but trying to realize that there's certain things for say soft drinks or beer or uh, any of that stuff for me hear from different people different pointers yeah so. yeah yeah no that, that makes sense i think uh, when 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 we were starting this as well we we definitely uh overread into, <laughs> into certain things and it's an easy trap to fall into mm -hmm. um definitely when you need to something yeah um, so kind of what advice would you give to anyone else who's thinking of doing this and they're completely alien to the world? What would you wish that you knew before you started this? I guess for me, um, I guess it's the, the sort of old saying of whatever can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess there's not a week that goes past where something doesn't go wrong somehow and adapting and sort of pivoting from that, um, is the advice I give to someone. It's not, not even the drinks business, it would just be any business, like dealing with um, issues as they come up, like don't get demoralized by it, um, sort of pivoting, changing, and going with it. So I guess um, COVID is like a big one for us when we started, and we had to not sell to restaurants and cafes and things right at the start, and it was changing direct to individuals. Um, so I'd just say, yeah, having the ability to pivot and change when, something, right. when you encounter an issue is a, great bit of advice 
for sure. I guess networking as well was one of the things that I don't think I had the right appreciation for before this. Like I know that there's you, you've got your sort of, I guess your close network, you've got your friends, you've got family. And I tell you, the, the amount of advice and support and help we've had from those has been amazing. So we can't even like thank them enough for it. But I guess even knowing like we, we built a little bit of a network by finding other people in the industry, people who are going through a similar story. It doesn't even have to be in our industry. We've we found like former, I guess, uh, like school friends, for example, that have set up a new venture and just having conversations with those. It's, it's amazing to hear people going through something so different but similar at the same right, time right yeah um and it's kind of i guess there's a lot of moral support for each other there's uh, a lot of advice that can be given there's little pointers and tips here and there um it could be completely unrelated to the drinks world um but yeah i guess that's something i didn't have that full appreciation for but it's growing and growing and i guess the network as well is growing and growing yeah. which is pretty cool Brilliant. i guess you never know who, who knows who in the world? It's a very small world <laughs> yeah. and everyone knows everyone. So That's uh, a really good point. building good relationships can definitely lead you down different paths, which is great. Yeah. 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 No, that, that's, that's a really good point. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, now, guys, you've just launched the cream soda, uh, which I've been lucky enough to have a little sample of. Uh, nice. <laughs> again, I don't know how you've managed to make that with all natural <laughs> ingredients it tastes absolutely incredible uh, Thanks so much. Thank you. yeah the vanilla pods just yeah i think yeah wow um I'll, I'll let people try that for themselves um so yeah what's next what's what, what are you guys uh, you don't have to tell us exactly obviously but kind of what have you got what have you got in your in your production um i guess there's there's nothing specific in in the pipeline i guess the way we look at it at the moment is there are so many ingredients there's so many fruits vegetables spices herbs all of that stuff that can all be pulled into a soda um and we want to grow our soda range which is something that i guess we we did limeade which was our first one the twisted limeade which is quite a complex adult style soft drink almost a mocktail in a bottle the way it comes across and then something that is so different is that cream soda because it's that more mellow, slightly thinner, um, a lot of sweetness in there, the vanilla, which is it's a completely different ingredient. So they're two different styles of drinks. Now, the third style of drink, we've got so much open to options and we've been playing around with all sorts of fruits, all sorts of spices. Cool. We're actually on a formulation sort of week this week and next week we're going we're gonna to be playing about a bit more in the, I guess, just in the home kitchen to start with before okay. we try it on some bigger kit. Definitely yeah. with some different coloured ingredients as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our drinks look similar. Yeah. <laughs> they're a slightly different colour next. I remember giving up the samples when we first started the limeade and everyone's like, oh, what type of apple juice is this? <laughs> yeah, uh, so we haven't got the label on this, but it's not apple juice. And like, okay, fine. And you give uh, the cream soda. Like, oh, what apple juice is this? <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely want to try a different yeah. colour. We've got some idea. We've got some yeah, psycho up sleeve for that one. So that'll cool. be <laughs> Oh man, no, that's awesome. Ollie, Ash, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. We literally can't wait uh, for what's next. Um, I'm sure you, you'll be cooking up something really interesting. Um, but yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Um, and we can't wait to try the next products. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's been great.